Shalom, shalom, Israel. Uh, first off, giving all praises to the Most High and to His Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, today's class, we're going to be going into the familiar spirit of jealousy in Israel. Um, because when you look at it, that's the root of a lot of our problems. When you got jealousy, that means you got pride. You know, when you got pride, you're going to have all the other things. You're going to have malice towards your brother. You're going to have that hatred. It all goes into envy. Then you're going to have lust. You're going to covet after what your brother has. You know, all these things, they come from that pride. But when you have one spirit, you're guaranteed to have seven more. And the thing is, our peoples, everybody wants to be the one that the nation is looking at. And that's, I think that's a big problem why our peoples can't come together. Because everybody's thinking that if, we, if they come together with somebody else, somebody else is going to be on top. And they're going to have to be number two or number three or number four. And they're not understanding that we all join ears. You know, they're not understanding that it's not about, we, we don't really have that. The rank is just for order. But when you're looking at the body of Israel, you only got one rank. And that's Yahushua. Then you got the children of Israel. You know, you got to have the order. But some people, they'll sacrifice that kingdom just to have a little bit of order, just to have a little bit of rank here, here, here in Babylon. They know in their mind that the actions that they take are not going to allow them into the kingdom of heaven. But they are, give me that in 1 Corinthians uh Chapter 4, I think it's verse 18. See, our people's, if you, if, when you read in the scriptures, might be 2 Corinthians, my bad. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 18. Start at verse 16. The book of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 4, verse 16. Read. For which cause we faint not. See, a lot of our peoples don't have a cause. They forgot the mission. So they continuously are fainting. See, when you understanding the mission, you're going to continue to strive for the kingdom. A lot of peoples are not striving for the kingdom. If they examine themselves, they're really just striving for somebody to come up and say, Hey, man, I see you on YouTube. Oh, hey, man, I, I, you, you was teaching that class. See, that's what they're striving for. They're striving for the next female to come into the camp. They want that female to be looking at them. That's what a lot of our brothers are striving for. Read on. But though our outward man perish. She say, though our outward man perish, a lot of our brothers and even our sisters, their outward men's and women's are not perishing. But really, you know, the men's, the outward men's is not perishing. You're not killing off the flesh. You can't kill off the flesh and constantly seek a, seek a seat at the table. That's not killing the flesh. That's giving the flesh what the flesh wants. The flesh want to be on TV. The flesh want to be on the, on the nightly show with Jimmy Kimmel. The flesh, the flesh want it. The flesh want for the peoples to look at you and say, Rabbi, Rabbi. The flesh wants that. So if you're constantly seeking after what to give that flesh, then you have not let the flesh perish. Read. Yet the inner man is renewed day by day. See, a lot of brothers' inward man is still rotting away because they have not even opened the door and take a look at it for the last two years. 
They haven't went in and looked at that inward man for two years. So that inward man is rotting away day by day. But a spiritual man, when they put away that flesh, the inward man is renewed and is increased and is renewed day after day after day. Read. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. See, you got to look at key words. It's a affliction. That is the goal of what we're supposed to be doing here. If you're not being afflicted, you're supposed to seek ways that you can afflict more and more. If you're seeing that there's more work to be done and you're not doing enough work, seek after more work. If you're seeing that you're doing a lot of work, but you still got more flesh to give, then you should be seeking how much more work I can do to increase the work that's being done. It's a our light affliction. But again, a lot of Israelites are not being afflicted. See, the thing is, they thinking that we like Esau. Esau say when you get raised up, you do less work. Israelites say when you get raised up, you do more work. So as you increase, see, people don't realize being a soldier in the Most High Army, you don't, not everybody gets to be a soldier. So once you become a soldier, your life is gone. You can be a member and you can still go home and do your thing and whatever. But once you're a soldier, your life is given over to the nation. Once you become an officer, you're you giving up more and more of your life. See? Once you become more and more and more, you're giving up more and more and more. But people don't realize they think they're a soldier, they can still keep 50% of their life. And people thinking they're a captain, they can still keep 50% of their life. And they thinking they're a deacon, they can still keep 50% of their life. Read on. Working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Read on. While we look not at the things which are seen. He said we look not at those things which are seen. But... It's a it's a it's a problem with our peoples that all we see is the physical. That's the problem. All we see is the carnal. Why do you think these scriptures are in the Bible? This Bible is not for any other nation. So if it's only for the Israelites and Paul sees it necessary to address that we should not look at the carnal. That means Paul is seeing that our people have a problem with looking at the carnal. See, he's saying while we look not at the things which are seen, we're not looking at ranks. See, we're not looking at who got a bigger house. We're not looking at who got more cars. We're not looking at who gets paid more. We're not looking at, you know, who, who gets to eat first. We're not looking at who gets to sit at that table. We're not looking at those things. We're looking at when are we going to get to the kingdom? When am I going to have my own little piece of land to plant my own garden so my wife don't starve when the, when the famine comes? But the thing is, our peoples, they forget the mission. They so focused on the carnal things of this world. They so focused on what's going to happen to their carnal life. They forget pretty soon your wife and family going to starve out. Did you forget about that when you was worried about rank? Did you forget about that when you was worried about a position? When you Did you forget about that when you was worried about how much you're getting paid or the size of your house or, you know, how much land you got? Was you worried about making sure that your family can eat when that famine come? They forget about that. They're not going to remember till five minutes before the famine come. They'll be like, oh, yeah, there was a famine coming. Read on. But at the things which are not seen. Read. For the things which are seen are temporal. He say the things that you see in front of you are temporary. Everything here is temporary. So why do we hold on so much? Because Israelites are still carnal. When you carnal, you hold on to things that are carnal. When you spiritual, you hold on to things that are spiritual. It's as simple as that. Read on. But the things which are not seen are eternal. See, the kingdom is eternal. Us being able to raise our children in a, in a 
it, it, without being in slavery, that's going to be eternal, you know. But we so focused on that five minutes of fame. You think in the kingdom we're going to have the, the third testament in the Bible where it talk about, oh, yeah, that dude was a captain. Oh, yeah, okay, we're going to remember his name forever. Oh, that dude was an officer. Yeah, we're going to remember him forever. Oh, that dude was a, he was a deacon. We're going to remember. There ain't going to be no third testament. There ain't going to be no extra writings about your name. We don't do this for the fame. They might not remember my name. They might not remember brother name over there. They might not remember sister name over here. They might not remember everybody. See, but they're going to remember they got freed out of slavery. So what you doing it for? If not for that 15 minutes of fame. Give me Mark 10 and 35. Thing is, our people, they got the jealousy though. They look, and, 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 it's a, and it's a familiar spirit. Because there were plenty of people that was looking at Moses. Like, dang, his, his name going to be in, that, on, in the history books. Why can't my name be in the history books? See, people that, people that was looking at King David. Like, dang, he's a king of Israel. Why don't I get, see, David, David had a bigger house. Why don't I get a bigger house? David, David had a, a little extra farmland. Why don't get why don't I get a little extra farmland? David had more wives. He's like, why, why don't I get some more wives? They always looking at what somebody else got, but not looking at what somebody else do. David had to run a whole nation. David had to make sure that everything was in order. David had to go to war. David had David had to stay spiritual, even though everybody around him was carnal. So, yes, David had some extra because he had to do extra. When you do things on that level, then you get things on that level. Read that. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 35. Read. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, come unto him, saying, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. And see, the thing is, all we doing is asking the Most High to give us these things. We ask the Most High to give us understanding. We ask the Most High to increase us. We ask the Most High to allow us to be warriors and men for God. We ask the Most High to tell us, show us what the mission is. We ask the Most High to turn us into spiritual men. And a lot of brothers get mad, get pissed off when the Most High grant us our wishes. We ask the Most High to turn us into the men that's going to bring the kingdom into this world. And a lot of brothers get mad when we turn into men that's going to bring the kingdom into this world. But is that an unfamiliar spirit? No, because we're going to read in here that our peoples was doing this back then. Give me Matthew 7 and 7. Let's find out if this isn't something the Most High told us to do. See, the thing is, we gonna, you're going to realize that there is no new thing under the sun. So these peoples who got these spirits on them, it's because they simply don't read their Bible. Because when you read your Bible, you see yourself in the Bible. The Bible is a mirror. So you either going to see yourself in David or you're going to see yourself in in uh, 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 Jezebel, or you're going to see yourself in uh, Saul, or you're, going to, or you're going to see yourself in Ahab, or you're going to see yourself in Solomon. You're going to see yourself in this person, or you're going to see yourself in this other person. But if you don't see yourself at all when you're reading the Bible, it just means you're not reading. It just means you're not studying. You're just looking, and you see the words, and, you, and the words go in this ear, and they go out that ear, and you're thinking you're a captain now. Because the words pass through your ears, now you're captain. Captain of a thousand. See, read that, Ock. The book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7. Read. Ask, and it shall be given you. He say, ask, and it shall be given you. So, all of these brothers out here that are not calling for the unity, all these brothers out here that are not teaching the sheep the way the sheep need to be taught, 
all these brothers out here that are lying about the scriptures in the Bible, it is simply because they have never really asked. They thought they was entitled to the truth of the Bible. They thought they was just going to get the truth just because they put some fringes on and they never once came to the most high and, and, and laid down their life and asked for the understanding because it say clearly right here in the Bible. If you really ask and you doing what the most high say, it shall be given you. It shall. So why is it that only, why is it that only a percentage is calling for the real coming together of the Israelites? Why is it that only the small unit is calling for us to come together because is it because we're the only ones that ask why is not anybody else asking see read on see. hold on what it say see. hold on what it say see. it say all you got to do is seek seek read and you shall find. so if you looking like you don't want to gather together because somebody else got something you don't got that's because you simply haven't seeked it but see they thinking they can go in their bible and read for 10 minutes and they got the understanding. Then they can go about their day, do whatever they're going to do carnally, and they can give the most high that 10 minutes, and now they got the understanding. It says, seek and ye shall find. Read. No. Hold on, what it say? No. Read. And it shall be open unto you. It's not an if and a but. It's saying if you do these things and you keep in the commandments, it shall be opened unto you. That's what we letting you know. That's all we did. All we did was ask. And it was given to us. All we did was seek and we found it. All we did was knock and the door was open. So why is Israel hating on the fact that we did what the Bible say? Because the spirit of jealousy is still alive in Israel. When It's like when you're watching the, the television and the movies and you're seeing the magic, you're seeing the Harry Potter. They thinking that it's supposed to be like Harry Potter out here. You can just read your, open your Bible and the magic wand come out and suddenly you, you got the wisdom and the understanding and you, and you awakened Israelite. That's what they still thinking. They still thinking on Harry Potter levels and they not understanding that this take work. It take, read on. For everyone that asketh, receive it. For what? For everyone. Hold on, hold on. For what? For everyone. It say for everyone. Read. That asketh. Receive so what we got in the spirit of the Most High and His Son Yahushua, it is not nothing special. Everyone that asketh will receive. It. We want the whole nation to have the spirit of unity. We want the whole nation to have the spirit of love for their brother. We want the whole nation to come together and be about the getting out of captivity because we asked and we received it. So we saying every one that asks will receive. Read and he that seeketh. And if you go in this Bible and you study this Bible and you seek after the understanding, you will find it. Not everyone is going to find the understanding on the same level, but you're going to find what you need if you only will seek. But our brothers are not seeking. Our brothers are not asking because if you ask and you seek, you wouldn't have the spirit of jealousy on you. If you ask and you seek, you wouldn't have the spirit of hatred on you. If you ask and you seek, you wouldn't have that spirit of malice on you. Read on. And to him that knocketh, it shall be open. It's saying it shall be open. Give me 1 Kings 3 and 6. See, because the thing is, our people, they they not really asking. They're not really seeking. They're not really knocking. 
So they get mad when somebody else seek and knock and ask. Let's see. Let's see what King Solomon did. Read that out. The book of 1 Kings, chapter 3, verse 6. Read. And Solomon said, Thou hast shewed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept from him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. So see, Solomon is praying to the Most High. He's saying, you give uprightness. You gave mercy unto my father because he walked in your law, statutes, and commandments. And then you gave him me to sit on his throne. Read. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. A lot of people forget that they the servant of the Most High God. They thinking that they became something that a leader or a bishop or a deacon or a captain or an officer, and all of a sudden the nation, the nation is their servant. They forget that they are a servant of the Lord. Everything they do has to be reflected in this Bible. You're not making the laws. You have to get it out of the laws. That's right. But see, we get so prideful in, our, in ourselves that as soon as somebody looks at us and trusts us with some knowledge, we stop going to the Bible. As soon as somebody look at us and say, hey man, what, what's the answer to this? And they're going to trust whatever you say, they close that Bible. They say, well, here's my philosophy. Here's my idea. Here's my opinion. And they forget that everything they say got to come out this Bible. And then over years of doing that, eventually it gets to the point where you just become wicked as hell. Because not one thing you do is really based in the Bible anymore. Because you become so confident in yourself. Read. And I am but a little child. He said, I am what? I am but a little child. And our peoples, they forget that they little children. That's the problem with our peoples. See, we don't forget that we little children. We understand that. Even in the scriptures, it tell you everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And everyone that abased himself shall be exalted. So if you understand that you're a little child, you will be exalted in the nation. But if you think that you're an adult and you think you know something and you think you top dog in here, then you will be abased because Yahweh Shah does not play that. Read on. I know not how to go out or come in. So Solomon is admitting to the Most High. He's saying, I don't even know how to go out or come into my own house, Lord. I'm but a child. When will our people get that level of humility? Because they 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 got the spirit where they look at somebody else got the knowledge and they thinking, damn, I, I, I need to be on that level. And they all of a sudden thinking that they can just think they're going to be on that level and they're going to be on that level. Not everybody is meant to be on the same level. A lot of people are going to have the understanding. A lot of people are not. You can't. And I'm going to go into that in this class today. You don't choose which one you're going to be. You don't choose. Oh, I'm going to be the guy that got the understanding. No, that's not the way it works. You don't choose. Well, I'm going to be the guy that just gets to sit in the back. No, that's not the way it works. Because if you call to do the job, you call to do the job. If you're not called to do that job, you're not called. So don't come and try to do the job. See, read on. Verse 8. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered. 
for a multitude. And then that's another problem with our peoples. They forget that they surrounded by the Israelites. They thinking it's all about them and they forget that it's all about everybody else. A lot of our peoples, once they get a rank, they thinking they a shining star. They that shining star, everybody looking at them and they forget that they just like the, the dude down there just came in two weeks ago. They forget that they look just like that sister back there that just came in three days ago. They look exactly alike. You don't look, your skin ain't glowing. You see, your, your, your garment ain't brighter than everybody else's. We the same. But as soon as we get some rank, we thinking we shine and bright like the, like the last star, like the North Star. Read on. Verse 9. Give, therefore, thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people. See, that's what we should be asking for from the Most High. Give thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy peoples. See, how much better would the nation of Israel be right now if all the, all the Israelite leaders in Israel was really asking for that? Give thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy peoples. How much more how much more unity will we have in a nation? How, how many more Israelites would be actually following the commandments? How much more idolatry would we have taken away from our peoples? You know, because a lot of camps out there still have the idolatry, the symbolism. They still doing those things. But if they really prayed to have that righteous judgment of the nation, they would finally see, dang, that's a that's an idol. Dang, that's a graven image. Maybe I should get that away from us. Read on. That I may discern between good and bad. So why is it that a lot of Israelite leaders still cannot discern between good and bad? Because they're not asking for it. They're not worried about it. See, that if we if we as Israelites, leaders, all ask for the same thing, we would all have the same thing. But we all asking for different things. You got some Israelite leaders over here, they asking for their congregation to have more money. Some Israelite leaders over here, they're asking for some more females to come in the congregation so they can have wives. Other, other Israelite camps over here, they're asking for some over here. Other Israelite camps over here, they're asking for some over here. And then this camp over here asking for the wisdom. This camp over here may ask for the understanding. But see, that's the two-thirds, though. I mean, that's, that's the one-third. You got two out of the six really asking for the understanding. Really asking for, help me to discern between good and bad. Read on. For who is able to judge this? Thy so great a people. Read on. And the speech pleased the Lord. That Solomon had asked this thing. And it said the speech pleased the Lord. That Solomon asked for this. So I'm, I, when I look at Israel, I'm not seeing something the Lord is pleased with. So that means we're not asking for the same thing. But when you're not asking for that righteous thing, a lot of people, they're going to ask for that understanding just so they can one-up somebody. They're going to see somebody over here, got the understanding, bringing out the word, breaking down the scriptures. They're going to go in there to pray to the Lord. Lord, can you please give me that wisdom so I can break down this class? But they're not asking in the spirit of righteousness so they can judge the nation. They just want to break down that class so they can have that class so everybody come and look at that class and be like, dang, he got the understanding. But they don't want the spirit to be able to judge between bad and good because that's a totally different spirit. The spirit to judge between bad and good means you can look at your whole congregation, you can heal the nation. You can look and say, that sheep over there needs that medicine. That sheep over there needs that medicine. That sheep over there needs that medicine. And people come and they get healed by you. That's when you can judge between good and bad. Give me uh, Mark 10 and 36. Let's go back. Go ahead. The book of Mark, chapter 10, 
Verse 36. Read. And he said unto them, What would ye that I should do for you? Read on. They said unto him, Grant unto us that we may sit, one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand, in thy glory. And see, a lot of Israelites, they don't like that, man. Because the thing is, you only you only got so many seats. See, you can't have the whole nation sitting up there next to Yahweh. So they asking, Lord, can we have that understanding? Can we can we drink from your cup? Can we come up there and deal with you on a personal level like brothers? Can we be there with you and have your understanding? But other Israelites, when they see their brother asking for that, they don't like that. And you have that inside the camps, too. You have one person in the camp in the same camp and then. He, 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 he doing the work of the Lord. And then you got another brother in the camp that come in and he really about the Lord's business. And he want to sit by the Lord. And he want to sit on the right hand of the Lord. And on the left hand of the Lord. And he moving up. And he growing. And he increasing. And the brother over there is doing the work. He over there like, damn, why don't I get that increase? Why don't I get to grow like that? Why don't I get that increase? You didn't ask. See? And that's the problem with our peoples. Before they ask, they get jealous. They want, they want what that person have. But they didn't do what that person did to get it. See? Read on. But you have a shot saying unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. They say, Ye know not what ye ask. Hey, Jacob. He say, Read it again. But you have a shot saying unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Read on. Can ye drink? Of the cup that I drink of. He say, can you drink of the cup that I drink of? Read on. And be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. Because they look at that position. They look at that wisdom. They look at what that brother has or what that sister has. But they don't understand the cup that they had to drink to get to. Give me that in second, in 1 Corinthians 11 and 23. The book of 1 Corinthians. Chapter 11, verse 23. Read. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Yahushai, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. They say the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Why do you think Yahushai was betrayed? Betrayal come from what? Envy. Jealousy. Malice. Hatred. What? See, the thing is, Yahweh was rebuking the hell out of Judas. You think he wasn't? Judas was just being wicked in there. He wasn't getting rebuked. So Judas over there looking at, uh, at, at Simon, Peter, James, and John, the sons of Zebedee. And he over there looking like, damn, why do they, why do they get such wisdom and understanding? And I'm over here dealing with the money. And Yahweh don't even really trust me like that. Why? So he said, I'm going to go trade in Yahweh for 30 pieces of silver. See? They don't understand when you have that spirit of jealousy, you basically ready to betray your brother any second. You think that's not going to come when a wilderness come and your brother over there prospering and he got land over there. He got 30 acres and he got people that's there relying on him and everybody look up to him and then he rebuked the hell out of you. You think you ain't going to go over there? Okay, you're going to rebuke me. All right, you go over to Esau and I know exactly where they at. It's the same spirit. Read on. And when he had given thanks. He break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. He's saying, take these scriptures, take this understanding, which is broken for you 
and this do in remembrance of me. When you get in this understanding, when you asking for the understanding, when you reading your scriptures, when you studying, when you doing the work, it's for the remembrance of Yahweh Shah. Read. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had when he had sucked, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. It ain't thinking that the new that you know, when you drinking the cup, all you gotta do is read the New Testament. It's just saying the new covenant. The whole Bible is the covenant. See? Read on. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Read. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he come. So he's asking you, are you ready to drink that cup? Are you ready to shew my death until I come? See, people got to see the death of Yahweh in you. They got to see the same sacrifice. They got to see the same suffering. They got to see the same teachings. They got to see the same walk. They got to see the same talk. They got to see the same spirit. They got to see the same healings. They got to see the same miracles. They got to see everything that Yahweh was doing in you when you drinking that cup and when you eating that bread. So he's asking them, are you ready to drink of my cup and be baptized with the same baptism? Are you ready to do the same work that I was doing? Are you ready to heal the same way? Are you ready to teach the same way? Are you ready to die for this truth the same way? Are you ready to walk the same way? Are you ready to talk the same way? Are you ready to dress the same way? See, read on. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. Hold on. What? Unworthily. Read. Shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. So a lot of people, they eating this bread and drinking this cup. Not for the right reasons. They looking for that precept to cut their own brother. They in here looking for in this Bible trying to get more understanding so they can be the person people looking up to. Unworthily drinking the cup. Un going out to the streets, not even to wake up the sheep, but just so they can get a YouTube video out there. Unworthily. He say, you do, he say, oh, you are guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. You basically the same people that crucified the Lord. The scribes and the Pharisees. Read on. But let a man examine himself. He say, but let a man examine himself. Read. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. That's the problem with our peoples. They refuse to examine themselves while they're eating the bread and drinking the cup. When they're reading in this Bible, they're not looking at themselves when they read the Bible. They're always looking at somebody else. They read this Bible, they say, yeah, oh, yeah, that brother was doing that to me. Oh, yeah, that brother, wicked as hell, he was doing that. Damn, that brother was doing that. And they don't ever look at that Bible and say, damn, I was doing that. Yeah, but I had that spirit on me. Oh, man, they say, put off the new old flesh, man, man. Show me how to put off that old flesh. They're not looking at it and then examining themselves. They always examine somebody else. But see, that's where the spirit of jealousy come from. Because when you always looking at somebody else, then you always going to see what somebody else got. If you always looking at yourself, you're only going to see what you got and you're going to be grateful for what you got. But when you always looking at somebody else and looking down on somebody else and trying to judge somebody else, then all you're going to see is what somebody else got. And then you never really appreciate what you got. You're going to be looking like, damn, he got a nicer car than me. Oh, yeah. I was looking in the Bible to see what precepts to cut that dude with. But then he driving a Bugatti. Oh, I don't like that. You know, oh, damn, that brother over there, he got the understanding of, you know, uh, 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 second Ezra chapter 11. I, I don't like that. Hold up. See? And then they, they, now they got that spirit of jealousy. Now when they go in their Bible, they're not trying to heal themselves. 
They trying to break it down before they break it down. I'm going to break this down before that brother over there break it down so I get the credit. I'm going to get the credit for getting an understanding. See? Read on. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself. So when you eating and drinking this Bible unworthily, you're not really doing it for the mission. You're not doing it for the unity. You're not doing it for the nation to come together. You're not doing it for us to get out of captivity. You're doing it for that vainglory. You're doing it so you can be up one up somebody. You're doing it so you can have that 15 minutes of fame. He say you eat it and drink it. Damnation to yourself. You're damned. Read on. Not discerning the Lord's body. Not really caring about the Lord's body. You know, it never was about the Lord's body for you. It never was. It was about you saw an opportunity. And the thing is, a lot of our people, they still hustlers in this truth. You know, when you was back in the world, you know, you seen an opportunity. You seen, damn, there's a lick over there. I'm going to go catch that lick. You going to see that lick. You go catch that lick. You make you a quick couple stacks and you get out. See, our people, they treat the truth like that. They came into this truth and they seen, damn, there's a lick right there. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to act real cool, real big, strong Hebrew Israelite, real tough, real strong. They're going to promote me to officer, captain, deacon, bishop. Now I got me this lick. And as soon as everything pop off, I'm out. And they and they and they, it ain't just pop, it ain't popped off yet, see. But when it finally pop off, where they gonna be? They gonna be out. They gonna be looking like that wildly coyote smoke on that on that cartoon. See, read on. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And it say for this cause, many are still weak and sick among our peoples, and many are still asleep among the Israelites. Among the people wearing fringes, many are still weak and sickly, and many are still asleep. Because they're not really in the truth for the truth. They're in the truth because they're still that same nigga back in the world that was trying to get the hustle game. They're still that same person in the world that's seen a nice opportunity over there to make a couple extra bucks, or to get some fame, or to get on YouTube. I'm going to tell you, the thing, uh, you know, when you're looking at the work that we do, you're seeing that we got YouTube videos out there with 10,000, 20,000. 30,000 likes, shares, things like that. When you was out in the world, that was the dream, wasn't it? You was out in the world, man. You was like, damn, a YouTube video that I made, that I was in, that starred me, got 30,000 likes? What? That was the dream in the world. So people come into the truth, they got the same dream. It never changed. They just won't. They trying to, they they see that it hit 40,000, 50,000. They looking like, damn, when am I going to get that uh, 1 million likes? Uh, don't they get a plaque? YouTube give out the plaques, right? When you get a thousand subscribers or something like that, they, huh? A million. a million. They looking for the plaque. They like, damn, a million subscribers. Where my plaque at? They gonna be on the next YouTube video. You see, you gonna see the the captain in there with the the plaque, the one million subscriber plaque. You gonna be like, I did it, mama. I did it. See? Give me a uh, Matthew sixteen twenty four. The book of Matthew. Chapter 16, verse 24. Read. Then said Yahweh unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Hold on, what did it say we're supposed to do? Let him deny himself. See, we're supposed to be like the ants. When you when you watching the ants, ain't no one ant up in there and he captain of a thousand ant. And he and he just top ant and he don't do no work. And he just all the ants out there going to get food. All the ants building up the hill. All the ants doing something. The only the only one that ain't 
really doing much is the one making all the ants. <laughs> and that's a lot. That's a big job, too. Everybody got something to do when it comes to the ants. Hey, uh, go back there. Turn off that. Hey, go back there. Turn off that. The only one. Yeah, the ants are all doing some work. See, when you observe the ants, they all got something to do. Why can't the Israelites be like that? Why do we always have to be focused on, I, I got this position? Why can't we just be like the ants? See, if we was like the ants, we could build a city in a day. See, I, I go out there and throw an orange peel into an ant pile, come back the next day, the orange peel gone, the ant pile two times bigger. I'm like, what the hell happened? Because the ants, they work super hard. They do not play that. They do not play them games. But so the way I'm seeing it, ants could kill Israelites. You know, read on. And take up his cross and follow me. And take up his cross and follow Christ. But a lot of peoples, they want the nation to follow them. For a lot of our peoples, it's not about Christ anymore. It's not about Shah anymore. It's about them. Follow me. If you're not following me, you're not following Christ. See, what scripture is that? For for, for if the nation isn't following you, they're not following Yahawashah. Yahawashah is, is Yahawashah. He's not you. So he can be going through a, 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 a bunch of different people. Not just one person. See, give me Galatians 6 and 3. Because then people start to go against these, these scriptures. When they start thinking that they top dog and that, you know, they the one Yahawashah dealing with, like they the top prophet on the planet. And they're not understanding that the Most High God has many angels. See, Galatians 6 and 3. Read that. The book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 3. Read. For if a man think himself to be something. If he think himself to be something, read. When he is nothing. Hold on. What did the Bible say we are? When he is nothing. See, let me ask you something. If you top Hebrew Israelite, I guess, and you the one that if they ain't following you, they ain't really about the truth. What happens if you get shot? Do the truth shut down? It, 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 if you ain't following a certain camp and that means you're not in the truth, what happens when Esau comes in there and blow up, blows up the whole camp? Is the truth now dead? Or, or did, so did Yahawashah just lose the war because one camp got shut down? I'm not understanding. See, read on. He deceived himself. You lying to yourself. And, and that's the problem with our peoples. Don't the scriptures say, give me that in Jeremiah. 17 and 9 because I mean you you can't get more lied to than when you lie when you lie to yourself read that the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 read the heart is deceitful above all things because we was all raised in this world thinking that we special that's what mama tell you when you raised up you raise, you get raised in the world. Mama like, boy, you so special. You're going to do great things. I know my dad used to tell me all the time. He used to, he used to, he used to tell me, man, you the next one. You that, you that nigga. You the one. You that dog. You know? And, you know, it, 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 it make your head big. You know? And we was all told that. So to come into the truth and find out you really nothing, you know, you really are just an ant among a million ants that need to do the work and stop complaining. Bring it out. See? It, it goes against our programming. We thinking... We think, and the thing is, we watch too many action movies. We thinking we the next Spider Man. That's that's the problem with our people. Is we come into the truth and we like, damn, the truth was waiting for me. I'm I'm Superman. I'm in here now. And we thinking that we came in here and now the truth about to blast off. And that's not the way it is. But see, 
That's what they teach you in their Marvel movies, though. That's what they teach you in their in they DC movies, though. That's what they teach you in their in they comic books. That's what they teach you in their cartoons. That's what they teach you in they, what they tell you about the Matrix. Ain't that what they had in the Matrix? They had the one. It's the one. The, everybody coming to the truth thinking they the one. They like, damn, I'm Neo. I'm, I'm the one. They come in there. They sitting in the back. They writing down the precepts. And they thinking as soon as they start teaching that 18 people going to walk up and they just, bam, you woke. Bam, you woke. Bam, you woke. And this is going to be the kingdom just going to fall out the sky. Yahweh I going to come, touch them on the head. They're going to grow wings. They're going to fly away. That's what they thinking. Bring it out. See, read on. And desperately wicked. But it say your heart going to lie to you. But everything your heart tell you is, is a lie. Everything your heart tell you is wicked as hell, which includes I'm special. That's a lie. And that's wicked as hell. You're not special. You just a soldier for the Lord. You just an ant. You just a piece of dust. That's what we all are. But when you get a bunch of pieces of dust, what do you have? A boulder. Can't nobody lift a boulder. Can't nobody stop a boulder. You see? But when you got that one piece of dust that think he top dog and he floating around, then he's just a piece of dust. He, he's not a part of the boulder. He's a little piece of dust that anybody can just swat away like a fly. See? Read on. Who can know it? Who can know it? Because you're going to get lied to yourself. You're going to lie to yourself and you're not really going to understand it. Give me John 3 and 28. But that's what's going to have to. The thing is, our people, they don't they don't like to think ahead. You know, you're going to have a lot of people die without coming to the true knowledge and doing what the most I say. Because they're not going to believe it until the, the minute they're about to die. See, a lot of these camp leaders are not going to try to repent until a sniper rifle is aimed at their head from a mile away. They're they going to see their congregation getting shot left and right. Because, you know, Esau, he know who we are. He just waiting for the opportunity to just come in. Esau got SWAT teams, bro. SWAT teams. He can throw tear. Hey, hey, I don't know how many people was, you know, we, we was down there when they was doing the riots. And we got hit with tear gas. The tear gas is no joke. That's you right. thinking you a top Hebrew? Get hit with a tear gas grenade. That's right. You're going to be crying like a little baby. That's right. For real. That tear gas is no joke. It'll make a grown man run. That's right. So you thinking you top Hebrew. See, let's see how quick you get diminished when somebody throw a tear gas gr grenade into your school when the windows is closed. I'm telling you, you choke and die. And then you got babies in there and children. You think Esau care about that? See, read that. The book of John, chapter 3, verse 28. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ. That's what we saying, man. We are not the Christ. I'm not the Christ. Bishop ain't the Christ. Deacon ain't the Christ. Soldier over there ain't the Christ. Sister over there definitely ain't the Christ. We ain't the Christ. See, and we're not faking to be the Christ. But a lot of brothers, they ain't gonna say I'm the Christ, but they in there like, I'm the Christ. We, hey, we know. You and me both know, I'm the Christ. That's what they in there thinking. And they, they never, but the thing is, they mind. See, the thing is, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Your flesh is like a covert operative. You know what I'm saying? Your flesh, it has a goal. Your flesh, it wants to get pampered. It wants everybody to love it. It wants to be top dog. It wants to be prideful. It wants to, it wants to fulfill the lust of itself. So it knows that everything it does, give me that. Well, let me let me prove it to you. We're gonna come back to the scripture. Let me show you something. Give me Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. Let me prove it to you. Let me thing is you gotta understand there's a war going on in your body. Read this. The book of Galatians, 
chapter 5, verse 17. Read. For the flesh lusted against the spirit. Read. And the spirit against the flesh. So your flesh, it wants to do all this wicked stuff, but the spirit don't want to do that stuff. So what the flesh going to do, it's going to be real covert about it. It's going to make you do things, but it's going to cover it up like it's spiritual. So you're going to be in there trying to be the leader. You're going to be thinking, yeah, I'm trying to do the work of the Lord. But the flesh like, yeah, you think you're trying to do the work of the Lord. Really, you're just trying to get that 15 minutes of fame for me. See, and it's covert about it. And you're never going to realize it until somebody exposed you for being wicked as hell. See, but if your spirit, if you really was examining yourself, then your spirit would see it and be like, damn, I caught you. And the flesh would be like, hands up, don't shoot. See, and you and, and you would be free from that. But because you never examine yourself, your flesh can get away with all kinds of stuff. Because you never really see it. You never really look it. See, go back. Go back to, uh, where was I at, John? All right, go ahead. The book of John, chapter 3. Verse 28. Read. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. Read. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. See, Yahweh Shai is that bridegroom. We are the bride, but read on. But the friend of the bridegroom, which is the prophet doing the work, read. Which standeth and heareth him read rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice this my joy therefore is fulfilled see a lot of people they want to be the bridegroom though they want israel to come to them like israel the wife and they want to be that bridegroom and they they forgetting yahawashai yahawashai gonna have to step in and take the nation so you thinking you're gonna be that top dog yahawashai is the top dog but they don't really bow down to yahawashai like that read on he must increase. See, it say, I, it say, Yahawashai must increase. Read. But I must decrease. But I must decrease. That means the more spiritual you get, the less of yourself you have. You're not, you're not supposed to, your flesh is supposed to die more and more. That's how we can be that unit. You know, not saying we all going to be the same, but we all going to speak the same. See, it's saying he must increase, but I must decrease. That means it's not about your fame. It's not about your name. It's not about what people say about you. Because the thing is, the scriptures say when you're doing the work of the Lord, everybody going to hate you. So if everybody love you, you're not doing something right. Go to Galatians 5 and 24. The book of Galatians. Chapter 5. Verse 24. Read. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. He say they that actually belong to Yahawashah, they've killed off those affections and lust. They no longer are lusting after power. They no longer are lusting after image. They no longer are lusting after that. They want the kingdom. If they've cruci if they belong to Christ, that means they have actually picked up their cross. And crucified their flesh. But if you still got that spirit of lusting after that power, you still got that spirit of lusting after that position, 
you still got that spirit of wanting what that brother have over there or wanting what that brother have over there, then you don't really belong to Christ. And if you read in the scriptures, he say, I don't pray for the world. I pray for those that are thine. I pray for mine. So if you don't belong to Christ, Christ ain't praying for you. See, a lot of people don't understand that though. Read on. If we live in the spirit. If we live in the spirit, read. Let us also walk in the spirit. When are we going to start to actually walk in the spirit? You know, the spirit would never have the nation divide. If you read in, if you read in the book of, I think it's a, what is it? First Kings chapter 17, second Kings chapter, second Kings chapter 17, when the nation got split. See, that was not a happy time. That was a very mournful and negative time when our nation was split. So why is it that our peoples are looking at the nation being split? Like it's okay. That is not okay. That is not the end game. That is not the mission. The mission is for the nation to be together. Read. Let us not desire it of vainglory, provoking one another. He said, let us not desire vainglory, provoking one another. Read. And envying one another. And envying one another. Because when you're desirous of vainglory, that means you want what somebody else has. Because somebody's the bishop. So if you want to be the bishop, that means you want what he got. You only know what a bishop is because you've seen him do it. So that means for you to want that position and lust after that position, you want what he got. Now, it's not a sin to want to be a bishop. You know, because that means you want to do the work. A lot of people, they, not, they don't want the work, though. They want the perks. You see, they want... They want the, that seat in the chair. They want whatever the bishop got. They want the respect. They want the honor. They want people to look at them and love them and, and look up to them. That's what they want. But they don't want to do the work. They don't want to read for eight hours a day. They don't want to take care of the land. They don't want to make sure that the, that the nation is taken care of. They don't want to call their brothers and check on their brothers on a regular basis. They don't want to answer that phone when the nation is calling. They don't want to have to deal with the wicked brothers around the world. They don't want to have to do these things, but they want the respect, though. See, that's when you start envying somebody. That's the difference between envying somebody and looking up to somebody. Give me uh, Matthew 16, 25. The book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 25. Read. For whosoever will save his life shall lose. He said, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it read and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find but a lot of people they still hold on to their life why first john 2 and 15. first john 2 and 15. see the thing is we read and the thing is we read these scriptures all the time but do we apply them to ourselves that's the question first john 2 and 15 read that the book of first john Chapter 2, verse 15. Read. Love not the world. Love what? Love not the world. So a lot of our people, they say they don't love the world. But let's see what this next part say. Read. Neither the things that are in the world. But I know the spirit of competition is in the world. I know the spirit of one up in your brother is in the world. I know the spirit of envying your brother is in the world. I know the spirit of covetousness is in the world. I know the spirit of pride is in the world. So if you still got these spirits on you, you still love the world. You thinking because you don't love the PlayStation no more, you're not in the world. You thinking because you don't love the football game, you're not in the world. You thinking because you don't love your car no more, you're not in the world. No. 
you still got these spirits of the world put on you, then you still in the world. Read on. If any man love the world. If any man love, because the thing is they hold on to that spirit of competition because they love the spirit of competition. They think that that's going to get them what they want. If any man love the world, read. The love of the Father is not in him. You can't have both. Read. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh when your flesh wants something and you striving to get it for it. Read. And the lust of the eyes. When you're seeing something that you want so you go and you get it. Read. And the pride of life. Hold on. And the what? And the pride of life. He say when you're trying to hold on to your life, you don't want to give up your life. You don't want to give up what, what, what the Most High gave you. Give it back to the Most High. Read. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. Read. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. They say the world passeth away and the lust thereof. So why are we still fighting for these things in the world? Ain't nobody going to remember you being a captain. Ain't nobody... Eh, I, I have yet to see somebody around here writing a book and then this dude was a captain and this dude was a deacon and this dude was a bishop and this and this happened and this and this happened and this dude was a was an officer and this, I ain't seen it. Nobody around here writing any historic any, any, any historical records. So how long are we going to have this historical records for? So 2,000 years from now, they're going to be like, yeah, that dude right there, he was a captain. We remember him from 2,000 years ago. He may have been, the, he was a captain for 20 minutes, but we remember him. Read on. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. See, the Bible is telling you there are many Antichrists. Antichrist is talking about people with fringes on. This whole Bible is talking about people with fringes on. Antichrist, read. They went out from us. It's saying the Antichrist are people that went out from the Israelites, read. But they were not of us. But they're not really Israelites. They still got their fringes on, but they're not really Israelites because they Antichrist. Read. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. Because if they had been of the Israelites, they would no doubt be fighting for the unity of the Israelites. Read. But they went out. But they no longer are fighting for that. They're fighting for themselves now. Read. That they might be made manifest. That they were not all of us. Give me Colossians 3 and 1. Uh, it's a. Uh, I think it's after Philippians. Yeah, after Philippians. There you go. The book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 1. Read. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So he's saying, if you really in this truth, and you've given your life for Christ, and you've risen for Christ, then seek those things which are coming. Don't look at those things which are here. All the people that are looking at those things which are here, they will be abased. Read. 
Set your affections on things above, not on things on the on the earth. But so many people are not following the scriptures. They set their affections on the things of the earth. The title, the name, the fame, the game. They want that. Read. For ye are dead. For ye are dead. So if you are a dead man, why are you still fighting for these things that only the living people care about? We don't care about those things. We dead in Christ. Read. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Read. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Read on. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. You got to mortify your members. Kill off your flesh. Read. Fornication. Fornication. Read. Uncleanness. Read. Inordinate affection. Evil concupiscence. And covetousness. And covetousness. Read. Which is idolatry. A lot of people still got idols. You you don't think a title can be an idol? I want I want I want I want what the bishop got. Well, I guess the bishop is your idol. You see, they don't understand idols is an easy thing to fall into. Why do you think our people continuously fall into it? You think that idols was just obvious so our people don't keep on getting tricked by them? You can get tricked by idols just like that. Read on. For which things say the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Read. In the which ye also walk sometime. When ye lived in them, but now ye also put off all these. He's saying put off all these spirits, man. Read. Anger. Put off that spirit of anger towards your brother, man. Read. Wrath. Put off that spirit of trying to get back at your brother, man. Read. Manage. Put off that spirit of hatred for your brother, man. Read. Blasphemy. Put off that spirit of speaking against the, the Holy Ghost, speaking against what Yahweh is trying to set up. Lying. Read. Filthy communication. Out of your mouth. Put off that spirit of every time you communicate, it's not benefiting the nation. Every time you open your mouth, it destroys a little piece of Israel. Put off that spirit. Read. Lie not one to another. Don't be lying one to another, man. Read. Seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. We're supposed to put off that old man. Give me Matthew 16, 25. The book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 25. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Give me Mark 10 and 38. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 38. Read. But Yahweh shall stand unto them. Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Read on. And they said unto him, We can. And Yahweh said unto them, Ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of and with the baptism that I am baptized Withal shall ye be baptized, but to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them 
for whom it is prepared. Y'all, y'all think all this wasn't predestinated? All this wasn't prepared? See, a lot of people, they read that, they thinking, now I'm going to do all this work and I might not even get to sit on the left and the right hand. They, yeah. they out. They don't want to do it no more. See, it's not about that title. It was about doing the work in the first place. But see, y'all don't think this was predestinated? Give me that. Uh, what do I want? Jeremiah 1 and 4. Yeah. Give me Jeremiah 1 and 4. Let me show you something. Because the thing is, I told you before, if you're not meant to be a prophet, you can't just run out there and be a prophet. That's right. If you're meant to be a prophet, you can't run away from being a prophet. Right. <coughs> Read that. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 4. Read. Then the word of the Lord came upon me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Your goal in this truth was formed before you was even in the belly. So if you were supposed to be a soldier, then that was determined before you even was born. If you were supposed to be this over here, a gap, a captain or a bishop, that was determined before you was even born. You can't change that. So why are our people trying to change their predestination? They want to be something that they're not. And they're trying to change what the most high set up. If the most high set up for you to be this, then be that. And do that to the best of your ability. But see, you're trying to be over here, then you're not going to be good at that or at this. Read on. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. So not everybody was ordained to be a prophet. Certain people were sanctified, which means separated, holy, to be a prophet unto the nations. Not everybody was sanctified and holy. See? So you can't just look at what somebody else got and think you're going to go and snatch it. You got to be ordained from birth. Give me 1 Samuel 16 and 1. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse 1. Read. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long would that mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him, for reigning over Israel, fill thine horn with oil, and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. So he told Samuel, go to Jesse the Bethlehemite, because there is a king that I have already ordained before he was in the womb to be a king among his sons. Jump down to verse 6. Verse 6, and it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. He looked at his brother. He said, surely the Lord's anointed. This is the Lord's anointed. Read. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance. So this brother, he been doing work. You know, he a good brother. He a solid brother, been taking care of his business. And the Lord say, don't look at his countenance, read. Or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. See, just because you're doing everything right don't mean you're going to be the top dude. You can do everything right and just be a soldier. The Most High ordains who he ordains, no matter how good you do. So stop trying to be more than who you are. See, read on. For the Lord seeth. Not as man seeth. The Lord don't see as man seeth. Read. For man looketh on the outward appearance. But the Lord 
looketh on the heart. But the Lord looketh on the heart. Read. Give me actually jump down to verse 12. I mean verse 11. Verse 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. He said the youngest out there doing the work, keeping the sheep. Read. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ready, and withal of a beautiful countenance, and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. This was the one he had chosen. Read on. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. Hold on, where did he anoint him? In the midst of his brethren. You think his brethren was jealous? They was looking at him crazy because he got anointed. That's the way our peoples are. They see somebody else get anointed by the Lord to do a job. And they looking like, damn, I wanted to be there. I wanted to get that. I wanted that honor. I wanted that glory. I wanted what he got. See, read on. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forth. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Give me Mark 10 and 41. You got to understand, this is not a new spirit. This is a familiar spirit. Our people have always been like this. But when are we going to overcome it, though? When are we going to stop being that same child that continue to make the same mistake, 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 same mistake? When are we going to overcome that same mistake? See, read on. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 41. Read. And when the 10 heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. They was mad at James and John. They was like, hey, how you going to one-up us? They looking at James and John like, damn, these brothers got the spirit. They want more. They want more work. We don't like that. They had that banana in their mouth looking at James and John. So it's not a new spirit. It's a familiar spirit. When you see somebody trying to do more work, trying to do more for the Lord, trying to raise up, trying to be that man the Most High calling them to be, they looking crazy because they don't they don't want to put in that same level of work, but they want to be that though. See, give me First Samuel eighteen five. The book of 1st Samuel, chapter 18, verse 5. Read. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servant. Read on. And it came to pass as they came when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the woman came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets, with joy, and with instrument of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain 
his thousand, and David his ten thousand. Man, Saul didn't like that. Man, he looking at David like, damn, they get David get more glory than me. David get more honor than me. He get ten thousands. Jealousy. It's not a new spirit. Our peoples, as soon as we see somebody else looking better than we do, somebody else's Jordans looking a little bit spiffier than we are. Somebody else's jeans looking a little bit more creased than we are. Somebody else's garment looking a little bit more good than we are. Somebody else's haircut looking like it costs $10 more than our haircut. We're looking crazy. Break it out. It's, a, it's not a new spirit. Read. And Saul was very rough. And the same displeased him. And the same, they don't like that. They don't like when the nation looks at one person or one group. And says, dang, they doing the work of the Lord. They're like, damn, what am I, chopped liver? They don't like that. They want that as much glory as the other dude is getting. That's why the, the nation don't want to gather together. Because they're afraid that they're not going to have the same level of glory as somebody else. They still want to be that top dog. They want everybody that come in there to be looking at them. And a lot of them, I tell you, man, they still want to be a pop. They still want to be a famous dude. The famous dude, what do we get? He get the money. He get the fame. And last but not least, he get the women's. Because I'm telling you, a lot of them brothers in them camps, they leaders in them camps, they not they may not be sleeping with them women's. You know, if you know what you don't or don't know, they might not be sleeping with them women's that come in there, but at least they get to look at them. And at least they know them women's is looking at them. That's what really they're going for. They looking, they sit up there and they got that honor and that glory, and they want that woman to come in there, and they want to be the first dude that that woman sees. That's what they want. And really, that's all some of them need. See, they don't want to give that up. They don't want to be just another ant in the ant hill. They want to be that top bulldog ant. Read on. And he said, they have ascribed unto David 10,000. And to me, they have ascribed but thousands. He's not happy about that. That somebody else got a little bit more glory than him. Read. And what can he have more but the kingdom. Read. And saw I, David, from that day and forth. They always gonna look at crazy at the brother that got a little bit that got a little bit more recognition than them. They don't like that. They don't like it. Give me Genesis thirty-seven and two. Let's see another example. Is it a new spirit or is it a familiar spirit? Read that. The book of Genesis, chapter thirty-seven. Verse 2, these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpha, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Because he, he was a loyal son. He didn't, he didn't. He didn't hold his tongue for nobody. He said, I'm going to bring unto my father whatever's going on. Read. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Man, Joseph got more recognition than the other 12. So now they looking at Joseph. Read on. Because he was the son of his old age. Simply because he was the youngest. Read. And he made him a coat of many colors. And he made him a coat of many colors. He got that glory. He got that honor. Read. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him. Hold on, what they do? They hated him. Hold on, what they do? They hated him. Hold on, is this a new spirit? 
Is this a new spirit? This is an old spirit, a familiar spirit. As soon as somebody sees somebody else got a little bit more, they hated him. So how long are our people going to continue to make the same mistake? Read on. And could not speak peaceably unto him. They, can, they couldn't say nothing good to him. Every time they contacted him, every time they talked about him, every time they made a YouTube video about him, every time they did a class about him, it was always something negative. It could never be peaceable because they hated him because the father loved them more. See, read on. And Joseph dreamed a dream. And then Joseph, he had a vision. He dreamed a dream. He had the mission. Read. And he told it. His brethren. And then he told it to his brethren. He let the brethren know what his dream and his vision was, read. And they hated him yet the more. And they hated him even more because he let the nation know what his dream was. What his vision was. Is this brand new? Is this a brand new spirit? Or is it a familiar spirit? See? So our people are just going to keep on making the same mistake. Give me number 16 and 1. The book of Numbers, chapter 16, verse 1. Read. Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohat, the son of Levi, and the Than, and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the sons of Pelet, sons of Reuben, Took men. He's saying all these men that were sons of Israel took men, read. They rose up before Moses. And then they rose up before Moses, read. With certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. So all these men that everybody look up to, and now all of a sudden a dude come out of nowhere while they've been in Israel. And a dude come out of nowhere and free the Israelites from Egypt. And now he's top dog. But they was the top dogs before. They not too happy about that. They looking at Moses like, damn, he took our honor. Moses took our glory. We was, we was getting all the praise before. Now Moses getting all the praise. See, that's the way our people think. Read. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, you take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore, then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. Give me Exodus 20 and 17. See, it's not a new spirit. Our peoples, as soon as they see that they losing a little bit of their glory, they losing a little bit of their credit, Somebody ain't coming to them all the time and letting them know how good a job they doing and patting them on the back. Now they mad. See, Exodus 20 and 17. The book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 17. Read. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Nor is man servant. Nor is man servant. Nor is up, nor is that, nor anything that is thy neighbor. You can't covet anything that is thy neighbor's, including his life, including his lifestyle, including his title, including his glory, including his honor, 
including the, the things that he has, including the people that follow him. You can't covet nothing that is your neighbor's. If you're coveting something that is your neighbor's, that means you're breaking the commandments. You're not in the spirit. You are a sinner if you're doing that. Proverbs 14 and 30. Read the book that. of Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 30. Read. A sound heart is the life of the flesh. See, when you when you when you content with what you have, then you're full of life. Read. But envy but, the rat, But envy, covetousness, read. The rottenness of the bones. Envying your brother rots you out from the inside. It's letting you know. Don't be looking at what your brother got. Mark 10 and 42. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 42. Read. But Yahweh called them to him and said unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. So you see, he's saying, you see how Esau run his kingdom. You see how he treat us like garbage, and all they do is sit in the office, and they do what they want to do, and they don't give us no credit for all the work that we do, but they take all the credit. You see how Esau do. Read. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be, great, will be great among you shall be your minister. He say that's not the way we gonna do things. We're going to do things the same way Yahushua did things. But where did we learn this spirit of jealousy from? Where did we learn this spirit of I want what he got from? Genesis 27, 41. Let's see where we learned it from. <coughs> Read that. Right. The book of Genesis, chapter 27, verse 41. Read. And Esau hated Jacob. Hold on, what did Esau do? And Esau hated Jacob. Read. Because of the blessings wherewith his father blessed him. Man, we learned it from Esau, man. If you hating what your brother got because the Most High blessed him with something, then you got the spirit of Esau. Read. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. A lot of them are undercover murderers, man. You can't look at somebody and say, Well, he wouldn't murder somebody. He's nice. If he got that spirit of envy on him, he's a murderer. He, he has murder in his bones, man. He'll do it. You, he just hasn't been pushed to that limit yet. See, once society shut down and there ain't no more cops, we're going to see him how many Israelites are real Israelites, and we're going to see how many Israelites are murderers. Because you don't see them out there murdering because they'll go to prison. You don't see them out there murdering because they'll get murdered themselves by the cops. See, but what happened when the cops shut down? You're going to see a lot of true colors coming out of these brothers, man. I'm telling you. That's right. Mark 10 and 44. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 44. Read. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. They don't want to be a servant. They just want to be chief. They forget that part of the precept. Read. For even the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but... To minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So, moral of the story is, man, the reason we can't come together is because too many people want to be top dog. 
thing is, people jealous. They want to be what somebody else is. They want what somebody else got. And they can't come together because they know the Most High is going to set up order. And they don't want the order. We can't have that spirit of envy amongst Israel, man. We got to have that spirit of, I look at what my brother got, and I want to make sure he keep it. And I'm going to help him defend it with my life. And he's going to do the same for me. That's right. And we both going to have what we have, and we're going to be content with what we have. And if I have less than him, he's going to help me make sure I get more. That's how Israel's supposed to be, to the point where we all have the same. See? But they don't want to do that. They want to be in competition. They, then stay in Babylon, and you can burn with Babylon, man. Shalom. Shalom.